Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, and today is Sunday. And when it's Sunday, it's been a long time, but we know what that means when I do an episode on Sunday. For those who don't know, welcome to Sunday service. We have congregated, and we are here on Sunday to celebrate. We are not religious. We fucking are not, not, not at a fucking all religious, but we do like to celebrate. We do like to feel good. We don't want to feel left out just because we know there is no God. And so therefore, we can still appreciate the fucking banging, ass-kicking, sick-ass fucking Church music. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought Since Jesus came into my heart I have light in my soul for which long I had sought Since Jesus came into my heart since Jesus came into my heart, since Jesus came into my heart, floods of joy are my soul like the sea blows roar. Since Jesus came into my heart, I have ceased from my wandering and going astray. Since Jesus came into my heart. And my sins, which were many, are all washed away. Oh, since Jesus came into my heart. Oh, since Jesus came into my heart. Oh, since Jesus came into my heart. Floods of joy o'er my soul like the sea blows roar. Since Jesus came into my heart. Okay, so that song is called, (laughs) if you didn't know, it's called Since Jesus Came Into My Heart. And there are a few things about that song that many, many church songs have in common. One, it's fucking repetitive as fuck. They just say the same thing over and over again. Two, it's basically about how shitty they were before in some way and now how great they are because, well, since Jesus came into your heart. The other thing, besides that it's fucking banging ass, sick ass, fucking joyous music, if you forget what the lyrics are saying, which I strongly suggest you do, though I'm breaking down the lyrics now, so I'm not even following my own advice. But the other thing that a lot of these songs do is that they say or instead of over. O apostrophe E-R. Floods of joy o'er my soul like the sea blows roar. Since Jesus came into my heart, 
Wow, okay. Am I tone deaf? Yes. Does it matter? Fucking no, because I like to fucking sing it. Does it matter that I can't sing? No. Does it matter that I'm not religious? No. Do I still love the music? Yes. Do I still sing the music? Yes. You can't exclude me from your church music just because I don't, just because I fucking run as fast as I can from every church ever. And the other thing is, sometimes you got to make a song yours, like when you're feeling it, when you're fucking feeling it so hard. For instance, the lyric, the lyrics of this song are, since Jesus came into my heart. Nobody that, at least on that recording or any recording that I've ever heard, and I've heard them all, uh, nobody that I've ever heard sings it like, well, first, the way they sing it is this, since Jesus came into my heart. What I do, because I got to add flavor because I am my own person, I say, uh, since Jesus came into my heart, uh, since Jesus came into my heart, you got to do the uh first. That's what you do when you're really feeling it. So yeah, we are here. We have congregated on uh, Sunday again. It's been weeks and weeks. I don't even remember the last Sunday service I did. And uh, I had almost forgotten about Sunday service. But every once in a while, some of you will write me and be like, what the fuck happened to Sunday service? I miss uh, worshiping with you on Sunday. And I say, yes. And I say, yes. And I say, yes. Fuck. I wish, sometimes I really do wish that I was a Christian. That I believed in the shit that they all believe. Because I really, really think I would be so good at doing the sermon fucking fiery, fire and brimstone shit up on the fucking, in like a revival tent or a camp meeting. I'm going to find, there's this dude, uh, he's actually one of the worst, just one of the worst, I think one of the worst people, period. But he's definitely one of the worst uh, pastors, like famous, uh, I was going to say right-wing pastor, but but what pastor is not right-wing, let's face it. Uh, and before you catch me on a technicality, I know that not all pastors are right-wing, but you know what I mean when I say they all are. Okay, uh, so here, I don't even really know what he's talking about. But this is a clip I saw. He's talking about some artist, some musical artist. I think some rapper. Uh, I don't know rap very well. But apparently, Greg Locke does. So Greg, uh, the reason I'm bringing Greg up is not because of the content of what he's saying, although I can, I'll talk about that afterwards as well. The reason I'm bringing Greg up is because the way he's talking is... I like to think is is maybe one of the styles I would adopt on my when I give my sermons. Let me fucking pull this shit up. Oh my god, there it is. But it's devil worship. I didn't know who Lil Nash X was. Oh, he's talking about Lil Nas X. Okay. Well, if there's one thing, I'm assuming Greg Locke 
doesn't know about it's Lil Nas X but let's see what he has to say here but also again don't focus just on what he's saying focus on the way he's doing it he's like the fucking micro machines guy I didn't know who Lil Nash X was little thug whoever I had no idea who he was we was riding this morning Hudson said well you know who, what made him famous I said well he said you know he was that horses song. got my horses and whatever that song I was like man that song got a cool beat I'll never be able to listen to it again bunch of devil worshiping wicked nonsense pentagram wearing on your Nike tennis shoe 666 you think I'm gonna stand for that you've lost your mind you tell little Nash X I said so bunch of satanism bunch of wickedness bunch of devilism bunch of demonism bunch of psychotic wickedness hey Greg Locke you're on fucking cocaine Hey, Greg Locke, you're on fucking cocaine and PCP. I just want to acknowledge that so we're all aware. I mean, Greg Locke's talking like he doesn't know what fucking planet he's on. So maybe he needs to hear it too. Greg Locke, you are on cocaine and PCP. That's why you talk like that. Um, so I think that I, I think that I would be good at it and I would adopt that style sometimes, definitely when I'm on cocaine and PCP, but the, 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 the histrionic over the top thing that these guys do is when you strip it of all of the content and all of the sort of, uh, dumbness and and really sort of uh there's plenty of hate in there too but idiocy and hate but uh, strip it away all of the content of what these people do i want to do it i've been thinking about how i could do that without actually having any religious content or any hateful content or any idiot content that seems hard but one of these days i'm going to get there and and do some do sermonize i guess see the thing is i want to be a pastor but I, I, again i don't have any belief at all even remotely religious so i gotta figure that out um let's see what else what uh, there's other shit that i wanted to fucking play for you guys the fucking religious folks have been on one lately just fucking going off Oh, yeah, okay. Here's a guy actually doesn't get much play on the show, though he should, because he's he's got like a calmer vibe, but he's just as fucking demented in his mind as uh, someone like Greg Locke. This guy's name is Jack Hibbs. And I think in this clip, um, when it starts... He's just diving right in. But the context is he's talking about uh, transgenderism and trans rights. So let me just um, get you guys situated. Here we go. Something has happened. I believe the answer is demonism. Wow, the pregnant pause just fucking. I believe the answer is demonism. Well, I mean. So chill about it, too. It's the most absurd thing to say. To say that anything about life is demonism is so fucking crazy. 
So when you say it, that that chill of a tone, it actually makes you sound even fucking crazier. Okay, here it is. Here's the rest. I believe it's satanic. I believe we're watching a global event take place that the Bible warned us about all along. Oh, God, always with the Bible warning. And Satan traffics in the world of confusion. Here's the thing about the Bible. It was written so fucking long ago! Nothing written 2,000 fucking years ago should be looked at for anything except historical reasons, to study the past, not to look at it and be like, well, the fucking, that book said, predicted this. Also, it never fucking predicted anything. It's never one-to-one. It's always through the lens of somebody who really wants it to be true that it was a prediction, that it fucking gleaned something on the present day or about the future. If he can get someone confused in this area, he robs them of their God-given gender because he made that person a male or female for a purpose to bring him glory. If Satan can get them confused there, young, early, notice Satan always goes after the young. Then if he can't kill him in the womb, he'll kill him in the head and confuse them. I believe we're watching a global demonic sway of the wicked one upon our culture in the world and that sounds harsh but um i'm sorry it's it's true it's just true i just realized it's actually fucking scarier and more demented when you're chill like that i don't it doesn't make sense though because ah, little wickedness the 666 on his knuckies that's less crazy to me less scary to me than someone just sitting there with his hands crossed being like transgenderism and uh, abortion is demonic that's fucking so scary um the shit that, that doesn't say anything... First of all, it doesn't say anything about transgenderism in the fucking Bible. Let's get that out of the way. <clears throat> the other thing about... Speaking of the fucking Bible. All these motherfuckers... It... it, it Sometimes, okay, sometimes, you know how like sometimes someone will talk about something so much and it's usually when they're being boastful, but it, 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 if they do it enough, at first it can seem like just bragging or somebody being full of him or herself, but then they do it enough and you're like, oh, you're really insecure about that. You need to say it a lot so that people think it's true. Maybe even so that you think it's true. And that kind of thing, you know, you see things that come up often for these people, these hot button issues over and over and over again. And it starts to say much more about the person saying it than it could possibly about the person, the kind of people they're talking about. And, and, and if you listen to enough of these people, it becomes clear that they so desperately want to be playing a role in society or maybe even in history, their idea of history, 
that they're always sort of inserting themselves either as figures that are similar to that of those in the Bible, or they're, they're the, the way that they are, or, the, or even better, the way that they are treated by others who don't understand, who are, in their minds, against them. There's this fucking dude. Let me find this guy. All right, here, here, here's Shane Vaughn, and this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Elijah was called by God to reveal the corruption in Israel. The government at that time was being led by a Jezebel. Her name was Jezebel. Okay, uh, you just said that. The former president of the United States was Donald J. Trump, and his name was Donald J. Trump. A Kamala, but Jezebel. Our current governmental leader, her name is Jezebel too, but nope. it's Kamala nope. Jezebel. Nope. Elijah was called to reveal their anti-God agenda in the land of Israel with Jezebel and Ahab. I want everyone watching me to know this. God called me to raise my voice against the sin of the Biden administration. God didn't call you to do that. You're not fucking Elijah. Relax. I mean, that's just fucking blatantly being like, I'm this one character from the Bible. Like it's fucking little kids playing with G.I. Joes. I'm crazy legs. I remember when I was a kid, I used to love the monkeys. The monkeys, E.E., you know, not the animal monkeys, but the, the band, the monkeys. There was a show called the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And I, when I was a kid, I wanted to do a thing that, in retrospect, makes no sense. But I wanted to role play, like play a game where me and my friends were the monkeys, okay? And one of the most frustrating experiences of my fucking life was I put forth this game, if you can even call it that, as a thing I wanted to do with my friends. And I said, let's play, let's be the monkeys. I'm Mickey. And then immediately... All my friends got excited and they were like, I'm Daffy, I'm Donald, I'm Minnie. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said it again and then it happened again. I was like, just because I'm saying Mickey, you guys can't contain two thoughts at once. We're going to be the monkeys. Then I say I'm going to be Mickey. And then everybody else immediately forgets that I said that about the monkeys. And now they think we're just fucking Disney characters. What is wrong with you? That's fucking some early Mattalia is confused shit. I think about it all the time. It maps onto my adult experience as well. That's just like an undiluted version of my experience as an adult. But back to what I was saying about these people f fancying themselves characters of from the Bible, thinking that they are uh, like characters from the Bible. Sometimes they don't even hit it right on the nose too. This idiot was like, I'm Elijah. Like he's me when I'm eight being like, I'm Mickey. But if you pay close attention to, I mean, it doesn't even have to be these crazy fucking preachers. Uh, um, a lot of, a lot of these, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a good example. That congresswoman from uh, Georgia. I'm just going to play a clip actually. 
level, it is a spiritual and I believe on a spiritual level, it is a spiritual war because when you're someone that is constantly um, speaking God's truth and, and putting it out there, you get attacked. And I've been attacked more than any other member of Congress, possibly in history. Oh, the fucking, the persecution complex, the fucking ego to even have that thought. I've been persecuted more than any congressperson in history. Hey, you've been a congressperson for three fucking months. But just the whole thing of, you know, all I do is speak God's truth and I'm always persecuted for it. They don't have to say it, but they're likening themselves to the disciples or even Jesus Christ. That's what that is. The persecution thing, the the desire to be like, I'm persecuted. All these motherfuckers just trying to jockey for position. Who's the most persecuted? Who's the most like a character from the fucking Bible? Hey, relax. Good thing we got fucking... Good thing we got the music. You know what I mean? Because otherwise... All this shit would be fucking good for fucking nothing. My sins are gone. My sins are gone Underneath the blood of that blue cavalry As thou hast lived, thou didst save power is good enough for me Praise God, my sins are gone That one was a music video and fucking shit. I want to be as happy as these people. Okay? But I'm not. And I can't seem to believe the things that they believe. So through osmosis, I listen to the music, feel the good vibes, feel the happiness, tune out the crazy fucking batshit god shit, And it's all fucking good. I gotta play. I have a new favorite fucking one of these guys. Uh, I mean, I think you guys maybe have noticed if you listen to the show. Because I talk about this motherfucker a lot. When I do a video, I'm going to show you this motherfucker. Because he's... I've said this before. He looks like cut-rate Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy K. Cyrus. Um, 
And this is actually about slightly switching gears here, but staying on the crazy pastor motherfuckers. Uh, last week, I think it was last week, I talked about Joe Biden tripping on the stairs to go to Air Force One and and how it was funny, but not as funny as when Donald Trump did it to me. And I wanted to look at that because ultimately it should be funny when anyone trips, you know. Um, but anyway, Robin Bullock had a different take on that. What I saw, what, what the thoughts I took away was this like introspective, Um, I should, I should react equally. I shouldn't bring my bias to things that happen in the world. When someone trips, someone trips, right? I examined it further, my own response to, to things like that. I was seeking more fairness of mind as, 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 uh, is, is one way to put it. I think Robin Bullock, on the other hand, had a different takeaway from Joe Biden tripping on his way up to Air Force One. And now I bring you Robin Bullock's take on Joe Biden's recent stumble. On the 15th of March, it filled a time that is famous. There's a lot of things happened. You can look up what's happened on the, on the 15th of March. But it was when that came in the earth and the military took Joe. By the way, I love that. I love just being like March 15th. March 15th is a big day, a lot of significance, uh, a lot of things happened, have happened on March 15th, uh, Google it, anyway, like what the fuck, don't even mention that, don't even use that as part of your argument, if you literally have nothing to say. Let me guess. Oh, there he is, Julius Caesar. He was a tyrant. He was a tyrant. And I believe, just like you and I were talking about, I believe on the 15th of March, a power came into the earth to remove tyrants from their seats of authority. And a few days after that, you saw Biden fall trying to get up to Air Force One, and he couldn't get up there. He finally had to just grab each side and run. The first time, it was a little stumble. The second one was a bigger stumble. And the third one, he fell all the way down. He's finished. He's done. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Okay, just to break that down. Let's just break that down. March 15th. And uh, uh, what was it? And, and uh, God does something on Earth. I forget exactly what he, what, what, he, what exactly does he say? On the fifteenth of March, a power came into the Earth. Ah, okay. On the fifteenth of March, a power came into the Earth to remove tyrants. Okay, and. Then a few days later, Joe Biden tripped and therefore that's God's work removing tyrants from the earth. 
let me just say that if that's God's way of removing tyrants from earth, God is the biggest fucking pussy ever. That's how God removes tyrants? First of all, obviously Joe Biden is not a tyrant. But let's just sticking with Robin's logic at least to see that through to the end. If that's God's best, if that's the best he can do at removing tyrants, he fucking sucks so hard and has no power. He couldn't do some lightning. He couldn't make the fucking plane crash once he got on it. He couldn't give Joe Biden a f- one measly fucking heart attack. All he could do was make him slip going upstairs and just kind of like bruise his leg, maybe. God ain't shit, dude. God ain't fucking shit. That's to say nothing of the actual tyrants who've been fucking coasting since March 15th. What about fucking Kim Jong-un, Vladimir Putin? Just to name two. Did they even so much as slip? So not only is God weak as fucking hell, the best he can do is make a would-be tyrant slip. He can only make one would-be tyrant slip? That's the other thing, though. It just goes to show, like, fucking... All of these fucking pastors, they're so America-centric. As if America is the only place. As if God gives a fucking shit fuck specifically about America. Nowhere in the Bible, their favorite fucking book, the only book these motherfuckers ever refer to, Never one time references America. Now, there is a simple reason for that. That reason is America didn't even fucking exist. What we know as America. Obviously, the land existed. But the idea of America, the country rather, the country America, wasn't even remotely fucking close to existing. In fact, if you look at the time that the Bible was written and now, and you had them on like a, uh, to draw a diagram, it was like on one side, there was a point and it's when the Bible was written. And then on another side, there's a point all the way on the other end. It's the present now. The founding of America, certainly as what Robin Bullock is referring to as America, was, is way fucking closer to now than when the Bible was written. And yet, all these motherfuckers are seeing and believing that there are signs and information and premonitions and whatever the fucking fuck, specifically about America, often only about America, in the book that was written over 1,700 years before the founding of the country. That is the lens through which they read everything in the fucking Bible.
And before I take a break, I'm going to play you. There's this one uh, woman I played often. She's on that idiot Steve Schultz's show, the, the nodding egghead guy who I play often. Her, this woman's name is Kat Kerr, and she's the one with the crazy pink scarf and the crazy pink hair. And what she says, the reason I'm going to play this right before the break is because what she says is so dumb. I'm going to get really mad, even when I, even though I've already heard it when I hear it again. It's going to be so dumb that I'm going to need to take a break afterwards. Okay, so here, naturally, it's about the vaccine. Um, so here we go. Here's Kat Kerr. Her take, her very astute take on the COVID-19 vaccine. In your body. I know that there's many different types and forms of that vaccine, which is true. There's it's about true. four or five different versions of it. This is the thing. I may have trusted it when Trump was sitting where the villain, fraudulent person is sitting, but because they're not, I won't trust it. I'm like Steve. I don't trust it. I don't know what's in it. I don't know the makeup of it. Uh, I know there's sources that have so many conspiracy theories, almost about anything you can think of today. There's a theory for it. I'm not taking it. That's my answer, and I will not take it. And I would suggest if you are not in any way prone to thinking you have symptoms, why would you, all right? I, I don't think putting anything extra in your body is necessary if you're already prone to thinking you have symptoms. I gotta you are not in any way prone to thinking you have symptoms, why would you, all right? If you are not in any way prone to thinking you have symptoms, why would you get a vaccine? That's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's not even, that's not even the fucking, that's not even the right dumb thing to say. That's dumber than the normal dumb thing these people say. Mark of the beast, whatever the fuck. This is just... If you're not prone to thinking you might have symptoms of the virus, why would you get it? I don't even know where to start with that, so I'm not going to start. But I want to also talk about the very last thing she says, which is this. I, I don't think putting anything extra in your body is necessary if you're already healthy. You have pink fucking hair. Was it necessary to make your hair fucking pink? No. My point isn't you shouldn't have made your hair pink. My point is that you're a fucking idiot, hypocrite, fucking moron. Bye-bye. All right. It actually started to get hot again in LA, which means, as we all know, I'm already always 7,000 degrees by the time it's time for the break. Now I'm fucking 70,000 degrees because it's actually hot outside. So uh, I'm going to take a break, cool down, and I'm going to come back and... Okay. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I'm back. And 
it's still Sunday service. So. Yeah! Woo! Ha-ha! Could you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Power in the blood. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. So fucked up. Uh, So fucked up and so fucked up. Don't sing that song. I love it. I love to dance to it. I love to sing it. It's so fucked up. Let's put a moratorium on it entirely. Just talking about how precious and powerful the blood of a certain type of animal is. Hey, also, all of you people accusing... The blood thing is fucking fucked up. Because if you'll notice, it's always religious people accusing other people of using the blood of animals and sometimes people in their satanic rituals. And then they turn the fuck around and sing this shit. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power. Power. Oh, man. You know, fucking relax. That's some hypocritical shit. You guys in your satanic rituals use the blood of goats to fucking summon demons. And also, there is power. Power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. What the fuck? Figure out how you feel about blood of animals. Oh, current events. Now we're going to do the current events section. The other day, Krispy Kreme... I can't believe this was controversial, but doubly I can't believe it was controversial from every which way. Krispy Kreme, the company that makes donuts, said, show that you got a vaccine and come get a free donut. Now, naturally, because a company did something, everyone had to get really angry. Now, people on the left got angry because that's not healthy. 
because to incentivize doing something for your health by in return giving somebody something very unhealthy was is apparently too much for some people who the fuck cares the good of the vaccine is 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 much more good than the bad of one donut and the backlash was serious too just like fucking outrage i read articles about it they are a company that makes and sells donuts nobody had a problem with them when they were just selling fucking donuts for all of their donut making and donut selling existence but now when they've incentivized it and said do the thing for the public good for everyone and then we'll, we, the company that makes fucking donuts and usually charges money for them, will give you one free. They're not a company that makes tires. They're not a company that makes hats. They're not a company that makes pillows. They're a company that makes fucking donuts. And because they're a company that makes fucking donuts, the thing that they offered is a donut. Whatever, incentivize it in any fucking way. Start a fucking company that punches people in the face for a price. Then offer it for free if somebody proves that they got their vaccine. Who cares? It's one fucking donut. It didn't say, prove that you got your vaccine. Now we're going to shove 3,000 donuts down your mouth whether you fucking like it or not. One donut! One fucking donut! And the other thing, which is even dumber, because at least it is true. At least it actually is, on a ground level, irrefutably true that donuts are bad for you. I love donuts, but it's true. Donuts are bad for you. So even, even however annoying people that said that shit were, they were technically correct. It's missing the point as fuck, but they're not wrong. You know what I mean? Um, but what's even dumber, truly, actually, is the, uh, is a certain subsection of the right and their outrage about it. Because obviously anything to do with the vaccine is devil sent if you are uh, of a certain group, certain part of the right. This is someone who I've talked about before. This is the woman who ran against Nancy Pelosi for her seat, lost in a fucking landslide. Wrote a book about it, got hired by InfoWars, then fired a week later, and now she's just back to having her own fucking whatever YouTube show. Her name's Deanna Lorraine, and this is a this is a I believe this is, is this a Facebook post. Yeah, I guess. So here's what she wrote. Ever since we were little kids, we've always been told when someone tries to lure you in somewhere, offering you quote free candy. Run far away because they're prob a lying pedo serial killer. If something's so great, why the hell they have to sell it so hard and try to lure us in with, quote, free candy? Here's the thing. This is a fucking bait and switch people do all the time. The they that she is referring to ostensibly is the government, the vaccine makers. I don't know. Krispy Kreme isn't a part of that. Krispy Kreme is independent 
of the vaccine makers, independent of the government, Krispy Kreme did this as a fucking promo to make money. They did this to make fucking money as a PR move. And also, hey, if people actually do get vaccinated who otherwise wouldn't just to get a fucking donut, well, they're fucking extra stupid. But good. The fucking whole argument, well, if it's so good, why do you have to convince us to get it? That's a bad fucking argument. That's like somebody who just eats shitty ass junk food all the time. And someone's like, hey, why don't you have a salad every once in a while? It's better for you. And then the person was like, oh, if it was fucking better for me, why'd you, why would you have to convince me to do it? Like better and wanting to do it. Like better for your health and desire to do the thing that's better for your health. Always go hand in hand. Automatically by fucking default. Both of these arguments are fucking idiotic. Hey, Krispy Kreme, good job. You did, you're doing everything you can within your fucking power, which is nothing. All you do is make fucking donuts. To help for the fucking public good. And everybody's got a fucking problem with it. Fuck all you. Fuck all you. And that's the other thing everybody misses. It's just a fucking PR thing. God, everybody trying to fit everything into their fucking myopic fucking lens. <sighs> this is kind of uh, adjacent to actually uh, Sunday service type shit. It's not quite religion, but but I don't know if you've all noticed this, but I've noticed some sort of esoteric stuff has slowly but surely crept into the public eye, largely through social media. Uh, and more and more people are some, some sort of like, maybe even without realizing it, but but also people just subscribing to it in general uh, purposefully. But uh, a lot of these sort of, I don't know, I want to call them discarded because that's sort of minimizing it. But a lot of people will sign up now for like something like astrology. You know, if you're on social media at all, you can't help but see people when they, I'm a Libra. This is so Libra. Oh my God, Sagittarius. This is so me. What's your sign? Oh, of course it's that. Which honestly is fucking fine. I don't care at all. Doesn't I don't I don't care about that at all. But something I've noticed that I do care about is I'll just be going about my life and day being myself like I do every day. And someone I'll do something, right? that indicates some quality okay so i'll i'll like um i'll be weighing two things and unable to decide or i will fly off the fucking handle at the smallest thing i'm just coming at me at random um i will stay up late or something you know and then someone will be, someone will say, 
will notice it. And you could see them notice it. And they'll be like, oh my God, what sign are you? And you'll just be like, fucking Libra? And they'll be like, oh my God, I knew it. I knew it. I know some people that will just say it. Like, they'll ask everybody they fucking see. Based on like the first inkling of of showing their personality at all. Oh my God, what sign are you? Oh, Scorpio? Wow. I knew it. That isn't... That's annoying. That's like fucking somebody... Christian. You know, uh... uh, Whoops. That was my fucking necklace hitting the microphone. Because I have no shirt on. Because... It's 70,000 degrees in here. But, um... It's just like another way of jamming the things that you think down someone's throat. You can't expect people to just be game for believing in that shit. That'd be like someone telling someone else about sex they had before marriage. And then the other person being like, ah, are you worried about going to hell? You and your made up shit need to stop coming at me about my real life shit. What sign are you? Stop. You do whatever you want. Or even if you need to know what sign I am, how about this? Ask me when my birthday is. Cloak it in normal speak. Cloak it in the way people talk that are on the earth. Don't fucking foist some shit on us. The worst is when it would be like, you know, there's there's like, what's your sign? But now people get all cute with it. And they'll be like, what's your rising? And I'm just like, fucking what? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is to play us out. Again, believe anything. I don't care. No one cares what you believe. This is not about what you believe and whether that's fucking stupid or whether I'm judging that or not. Who fucking cares? If you believe it, believe it. But don't be coming at me. What's your sign? Oh, what's your rising? I don't fucking know. And I'm wrapping up soon because I'm dying of um, heat. I'm dying of being too hot. Um... But I think it's an hour. It's like an hour now, right? It's almost an hour, yeah. Um, this is not. This is actually a couple of weeks old. This story, but I've been. Me- I wanted to get to it last week and the week before, but there was a, just a lot of shit. And you know, it's Sunday service, and this is Sunday service adjacent, so it's a good time to squeeze it in. Who remembers Milo Yiannopoulos? Okay, Milo Yiannopoulos is has been around for a long time. He's a fucking troll he's a mega troll and a maga troll but you know every time you look which isn't often but anytime milo pops his head back up in the news it's always for a different thing 
you know, when he became mad, he, he hated Trump. Then he was in, the, in on Trump. Then after Trump, he was like, Trump sold us out. And now he's back in the news. Before Trump, he was all other shit, you know. His thing was basically being sort of um, openly gay and hating liberals, right? That was his that was his niche, I guess, if you want to call it that. But now he's in the news for the most fucking annoying. Here's the thing about trolls, okay? Trolls think they're pissing us off. Trolls think they're getting under our skin. Here's all trolls are really doing. Being fucking annoying. To elevate them to to as figures that actually upset us is to give them what they want. So let's all try to not be angered by trolls who are trying to troll us. And just fucking brush them off and tell them how fucking stupid they are. Now, if something was going to make you mad about Milo, this should be it. Let me read. Uh, let me Google and then read an article about it. Oh, this will be good. Here's the headline. Milo Yiannopoulos declares himself ex-gay and says he's, quote, demoted husband to housemate. Okay. Far-right commentator Milo Yiannopoulos has given an interview in which he claims to be, quote, ex-gay and has chosen to, quote, demote his husband to a, quote, housemate. The 36-year-old, who is known for giving controversial commentary, allegedly told LifeSite, a right-wing Christian news outlet, of the changes to his sexuality and marital status in an interview published Monday. Mr. Yiannopoulos claimed to have only, quote, leaned in to being gay in the past because an outspoken and, quote, handsome conservative would, quote, drive liberals crazy. Oh, there we go. Proving my fucking point. All he's doing is trying to troll. And then he goes on, though, quote, when I used to kid that I only became gay to torment my mother, I wasn't entirely joking, Jesus Christ, said Mr. Yiannopoulos, who described his sexuality as a, quote, lifestyle. Quote, I only leaned heavily into it in public because it drove liberals crazy to see a handsome, charismatic, intelligent gay man riotously celebrating conservative principles. Oh, what a fucking cool guy. What a really cool guy. So now he's claiming he pretended to be gay just to make liberals look bad? Uh, that's not a thing, though. And then the article goes on. The far-right commentator added that he was focusing on supporting, quote, conversion therapy, the pseudo-practice that is widely banned outside the United States and outlawed in relation to minors in only 20 states. Given my new spiritual preoccupations, said Mr. Yiannopoulos, over the next decade, I would like to help rehabilitate what the media calls conversion therapy. The former Breitbart editor went on to describe his so-called coming out as the lifting of a veil, although he admitted that his husband might not be pleased at being demoted to the role of housemate. What? It helps that I can still just about afford to keep him in Givenchy and a new Porsche every year. Could be worse for him, I guess. What? 
Although he allegedly hinted in his book Dangerous that he might be, quote, coming out as straight in the future, Mr. Yiannopoulos' interview with LifeSite marked the first time the far-right commentator had claimed he was, quote, ex-gay in an interview that marks such a U-turn for the firebrand it could almost be read as satire. Yeah! The revelations were widely derided by Twitter users on Wednesday and left many in the LGBT plus community jokingly celebrating Mr. Yiannopoulos' so-called straightness. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. George Takai, who played Sulu in the Star Trek franchise, wrote, Far-right provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos now claims to be ex-gay. And as a gay man, I for one <laughs> am exhaling a sigh of relief. That's funny. Musician and comedian Jay Jordan added, We lost one, y'all. Celebrate. The controversial remarks follow Mr. Yiannopoulos' permanent bans by Twitter and Facebook for breaking hate speech rules in 2019, which forced him onto smaller platforms, which forced him onto smaller conservative online platforms and allegedly stripped him of funds. Well, in, in, considering that's the case, I would deduce that what he's trying to do now is increase his intake of funds. The guy will fucking say anything and do anything to get shit printed about him. What's unfortunate is that this is so ludicrous and outrageous that this should be printed. He should be dragged for this. Conversion therapy has ruined people's fucking lives. There's a reason it's illegal in most of the world. And there's also a reason it's not illegal in all of America in only, as this article said, 20 states. Religious people fucking love it. Christians fucking love it. Conversion therapy is fucking horrible. Also, the premise that this, all of this is built on. I was never really gay. I was only kind of gay and now I'm not gay. You don't switch. You don't fucking switch, okay? You are either gay or you are not gay. Not only can you not decide, not only can you not choose, you don't get to just flip a switch. Also, the guy's admitting, ah, I only said, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to believe. I also don't really give a fuck. But if you're sitting there saying, I only pretended to be gay to piss you guys off, the truth is I'm not gay. And here, welcome to my gay conversion therapy fucking business. Here's my card. You are a fucking huckster. And anyone that doesn't believe you only doesn't, or rather anybody that believes you only believes you because they fucking desperately want to. The only person that believes you, you fuck, are people who think gay con or conversion therapy is a good idea. Fuck you. Milo, fuck you. I remember when he first started, I don't know what you would even call it, when he was first sort of burst on the scene. I had friends who were like, oh, he's so edgy, he's so cool. And then I would listen to him and I'd be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He reminds me of fucking Candace Owens. I mean, not not Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro's on a... Not, that's not... He, he ends up trolling, but he doesn't seem like his motivation is to troll. But a lot of these people who do the thing where like, I can be conservative too. Look, even though I'm gay, even though I'm, I'm some other kind of minority. We know you can be conservative, okay? Anybody can be conservative. 
Also, anybody can believe conversion therapy works and is good for society. They would be fucking wrong. They would be fucking demented assholes. Imagine wanting to send somebody to conversion therapy because they're gay. Hey, who gives a fucking shit? Why do you even give a fuck that that person's gay? You believe in fucking individual rights? Then let them fucking be whatever the fuck they are. And get your fucking logic straight. It's either a choice, it isn't, you can lie about being gay just to fucking own the libs, that's okay. What is? What are your, hey conservative people who actually believe in conversion therapy and actually like Milo Yiannopoulos, what is your logic? Because all he did basically was admit all he was ever about was owning the fucking libs. What about you? You guys fucking suck. And, um, what the fuck? And I will leave you with this. This is my ultimate jam. I think I've played this before for sure. But it's been a minute since. So here we go. One day I was a walking. One day I was a talking. One day I was a living deep in sin. I couldn't believe it. And I couldn't believe him Well, I never knew I needed such a friend Started seeking Searching for the man Of Galilee I started begging Hear these words I'm saying Come on down to glory and set me free. Don't you know you better run it in my feet, clapping in my hand, shouting from my heart, the doubting from my mind. Walking, talking, singing, shouting. God said that we would receive it. God said that we would receive her. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. oh my Lord. Well, I really should have been there when he set me free. All right, everybody. Uh, that wraps up today's Sunday service. I don't know if God loves you. I don't know if Jesus loves you. I don't know if they're capable of loving you because they both don't exist. Jesus did exist, but he's dead. God never existed. Now, that being said, I love you. Okay? And that's what matters. Um, all right, the mugs are coming out. Order your fucking merch before uh, uh, this limited supply is gone and we got to restock. Uh, I am moving in June. 
video will be coming, a Patreon account will be coming with perks and all kinds of fucking cool shit. And you will be able to see me perform Sunday service in the fucking flesh. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, take care of yourselves. Get vaccinated uh, if you can. If you cannot, wait patiently and then take it whenever you fucking can. And then go to Krispy Kremes and show them and take your fucking donut. Because you're... All right. Um, take care. Be safe. I love you all. Okay.